this is Midnight Blues and Other Musings. Today we have a very, very special guest, Clematis RG from YouTube, who makes the most exceptional, exceptional rhythmic gymnastics videos. And they also just made a Twitter account and they will be streaming rhythmic gymnastics at the Olympics, which is awesome. Clematis, how are you today? Hello, thank you very much for having me here. This is this is extremely kind of you. And I'm very excited to talk a bit about like uh, the new color points, the gymnasts, everything. Yeah, every question. Yeah. yeah, thank you so much for this amazing introduction. Yeah, no, we're so excited. Um, Clematis actually followed us on um, our podcast Twitter account and I saw the follow and I got so excited and I immediately had to DM them, so. We've been chatting a bit um, this past week, and it's been awesome. So glad that they made a they made a public Twitter. Uh, so, Gladys, why don't we get started talking about Tokyo? Uh, yeah. Just a brief overview. Um, we did get sent in anonymous questions through our curious cat, and uh, we have a few related to the Tokyo 2020 Olympics. Uh, and we'll just talk about general Tokyo Olympic thoughts, and then. Um, then we'll, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll ask Clematis what their thoughts on the anonymous questions. And we'll also talk about the new code of points. So, <laughs> so we have a, we have a very, we have a very simple question from a fan and they're asking, uh, Clematis, tell us who will win. I can't with the anxiety. So Clematis, tell us who will win. Yeah. Well, I think this is like one very anxious code of point because the mistakes can happen and yeah. it's very it's very like we've seen a lot of more diverse podium in the mm -hmm. past few years so yeah. i think uh, many people think that the usual one dina verena and then harina verena and then lina ashram winning maybe will won't happen and there will be like some kind of more different podium than usual well i do think that there is a that the usual podium that sort of everyone is expecting will probably happen if there is mm -hmm. like no mistakes made or yeah. like if they perform as usual. But if we see some situation like uh, at the European Championships, then probably if, yeah, if some, someone like, for example, Lina Ashram is making one mistakes and Ashko can take over or, or if Dina Verena, as we know, she's having some serious injuries uh she might deal with some problems with with her routine then maybe the standing would change but yeah for individual i think it's pretty fixed like there's yeah. six gymnasts who can hope for a medal and then we'll see what happens yeah oh yeah for groups i think it's a bit more uh generally difficult because uh, there is so much that happened in a, such a short time. Like we saw the rise of Israel at the European Championships and I was kind of expecting that based on how their routine were actually difficult, but I wasn't expecting it to be actually rising and actually the difficulty be taken into account. So we'll see, and there is much more groups that can hope for actually for gold than, yeah. yeah it's and more mistakes can happen because like there is so much happening i don't know how the judge can actually see everything so yeah yeah we'll see. this is a very poor prediction i know but yeah I know, yeah 
Yeah, I mean, the and the both of the sisters, Avrina sisters, are both injured right now. Um, yes, probably more so, um, more of a severe injury as we saw, uh, and I guess that does factor in as to how they'll do in Tokyo and um, their European Championships will probably set a precedent for maybe a little bit of a different fight for that bronze medal. Um, but it seems that the general consensus is that Lenoy will take bronze, but you never know. Maybe Alina will get the bronze. Um, we'll see. We never know, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's really something because, I mean, if she's doing everything, she's doing the best, Lenoy Ashram, if she's doing like uh, difficulty correctly. For example, the... the one thing that is important, and it's a bit like very technical, but I don't know if it's interesting. They have both, uh, Arnashko and Lina Ashram, they have both like split pivot. I don't know how to describe it. And sometimes they actually executed it, the pivot either on flat foot or on mm -hmm. relevé, and that's totally changing the difficulty. And this is something that very tiny, it actually doesn't really change the composition, but it actually can change from like, half a point or total point so this is something that uh, I already I always look at to actually know if there is like a big mistakes or if it can actually change everything but yeah I think I, I really don't know actually and and then there is like a whole set of different judges at the Olympics so maybe it will be like totally different from the European I yeah this is this is a very yeah kind yeah. of um not very precise answer but uh, yeah just, yeah yeah um on your twitter you provided a incredibly comprehensive and exceptional kind of overview about rhythmic gymnastics and you also provided like this chart on uh the average aa and best aa score so why don't we talk a little bit about that uh so um, it seems pretty clear based on your podium predictions uh, and, you know, they, they correlate very, you know, very yes. distinctly to these, to these average and best AA scores. And um, yeah, looks like a fixed podium unless injuries and, and mistakes happen. Yeah, more or less. It, it really depends. I think like, especially when I need to take a look at the score, but yeah, when I see like the best, best all around score, we can see that there is actually, it's actually very close between Arina and Arnashko. Yeah. Uh, as, um, so maybe it can like, depends in, because for example, at the European Championships, Arnashko had a bit like of, not, not like very big mistakes, but she had a bit of tiny, tiny little mistakes compared to Aina Avena, who did like kind of uh, the competition of her life at the European Championships. Uh, so I don't know, it will really, <laughs> I, I, I am the dream of like a very fair competition and everything, uh, everyone going cleanly and we see the best we win. I don't know, but yeah, probably the, the, the twins and you know, I'm saying that, but maybe it would be like a very age, poorly age phrase. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good answer. I think that uh, I spoke to a couple of people and in terms of um, group, uh, they seem to think that one and two will be Russia and Israel. Um, mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Oh, one and two for, for groups? Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I, well, usually I always do a kind of 
theoretical difficulty for groups to know a bit like where it's standing. I still didn't do it because it's actually crazy for groups and it's taking a lot of time and I did that. But I really think it actually could happen because, well, um, I don't know, it's, it's really crazy, but based on what we saw at the European Championships, I mean, Italy also could, Bulgaria, they also could because they have also great, great routines. So it, it, it's really, I mean, you can't really talk seriously about groups because uh -huh. you know, judge can't see everything. So it's a bit weird to say like, yeah, obviously they win because yeah. they have the highest difficulty and if yeah. they defeat everything, but I don't know, we'll see. It's, it's yeah. a mystery. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, so why don't we jump into the, uh, anonymous questions that were sent in. So we have a very, very, very dramatic situation here. Uh, so very dramatic question too, that, that I feel very strongly about, and I'm sure many people do too. What do you think about the whole Italian situation? Was the final decision right? And what about the mess before the national championships? Well, um, <laughs> yes, uh, this is the question that actually like, uh, I got a lot also on Twitter, on uh -huh. Instagram, when I posted a story about like, oh my God, the judges actually didn't take account or like a line penalty, which is very obvious, uh, an obvious mistake when the judges miss that because it's separate on the score. Uh -huh. So you can see if they actually counted it or not, like a fall in figure skating. Uh -huh. um, and uh, yeah, I think it was, um, there were, like there were several things that were a bit weird because uh -huh. I was asked whether sending Baldassari and Agiorgio Colise or Agiorgio yeah. Colise and Raffaele or Raffaele mm -hmm. and Baldassari was like the best choices. I mean, I'm not in the Italian Federation, so yeah. I can't decide for them. Yeah. But the general feel was that, first of all, the situation with Agiorgio Colise was a bit weird because uh -huh. she was um she was sent to Farhouse Cup right after the European Championships where obviously she had kind of bad situation because she had missed a flight and then she was not uh, in very good form and then mm -hmm. they were like sending her right away after at another competition to like decide if they would send her to Tokyo so it was she also changed her coach so yeah that was really strange and then with Baldassari who hadn't the occasion of going to many competitions so that was also um, very 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 weird and then obviously the the despite also the scoring and stuff like that but the the general thing that the Emanuela Macarani was saying about like uh, the situation and the fans were asking whether Oh my God! Are you going to send Balasari and Giorgio Colise or Balasari and Raffaele? And she was saying, "Well, we will decide uh, the Italian Championships. Uh, we will decide at the final Cups, and we'll see." And and then at the Italian Championships, she actually said, "Well, it was actually decided a long before go, and this competition was just for like checking the gymnast." So I think it was more of how it was manage on a peer mm -hmm. side more than maybe internally but well I don't actually know what's behind the curtain and then 
knowing if it was like the right decision to send Bellasari or Raffaele or Agiorgio Colise, I don't really know if it's like right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Bellasari and Giorgio Colise, I think it's more like if you wanted to send the veterans, uh -huh. like uh, the one who actually carried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. You're good. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like cat interruption. And um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's more that like uh, they wanted to uh, give a sort of award, for, uh, not award, but like, um, I don't have the word, but like for the one who actually carried the team, the Italian senior team since 2017, where like Baldassare and Giorgio Colise won, yeah, world championships medal for the team. All, uh, actually making the final and in this case Raffaele because she has like very high difficulty mm -hmm. and we saw it actually at the first European Championships where she finished she finished sorry in the top eight so it really depends on what they wanted to do and yeah. obviously what they wanted to do it was to uh, give a sort of yeah it's it's like a, the dream for athlete to go to the olympics so they wanted to repay that to Ajuju Koize obviously probably maybe won't it depends on where Kaya will go but maybe won't be there for Paris 2024 because rhythmic gymnastics is not always very long career depends yeah I don't know I'm making now I'm making a prediction but I don't know but yeah, yeah. This, this is actually my my stance on the whole Italian championships yeah um <laughs> I I remember like furiously sending sending tweets to people about the whole situation like um Macarini said the decision had been made a while ago before Italian national championships and then yeah. The, the, the mother of Cantalupi, uh, Gorova, had posted in a Facebook group saying that Sofia would not be in Tokyo, and then everyone was very upset about that. And then the Italian Federation liked to comment on Instagram saying Milena and Sofia would go to Tokyo, but that obviously was not the case. Um, and people were upset. Uh, yeah. I also think that Raffaele has an incredibly huge fan base now on Twitter. Um, I am a big Sophia fan, so, uh, <laughs> um, but I, I do understand what you're saying. I think that there is, it, it does make sense to kind of repay the veterans, especially like you said, RG is not very forgiving in terms of longevity and like, it, it's not a very sustainable sport. Um, yeah, unfortunately, and yeah, in, in the mind of how coach and how they view the sport. But yeah, I think it was really a tough decision to make because yeah, in 2020, it was really obvious it was going to be Baldassare and mm -hmm. Andrew Duprezé. And then Raffaele came in with this incredible uh, routines and uh, very high consistency, actually, because you wouldn't expect that from a new senior. You would mm -hmm. say, oh, well, she yeah. had more experience and, and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, but I think generally it was really badly managed on the point of view, just like of um, public uh, peer. We, yeah, because um yeah and then also the the i saw also <laughs> i saw also the italian federation liking some uh comment about like raffali and balasari going to tokyo and then actually didn't happen i think mm -hmm. it's really weird but generally i think if we go a bit 
um, back away in mm-hmm. like what Macaroni was actually saying mm-hmm. a few months ago, few months ago before the Italian championship, it was actually clear she was going to send Baldassare and Adjojo Colise. She just wanted to see if Adjojo Colise wasn't in too bad shape after yeah. getting COVID and also Baldassare after injury. But yeah, it was more about like, she saw that Rafael actually was getting a lot of hype from a lot of fans and that was a very great way of maybe promoting her. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. This is me guessing from like maybe what happened, but yeah. Yeah, um, I don't know if you you kind of were following what happened to a women's artistic gymnastics uh, within, um, you know, what happened at the Italian national championships where um, Georgia Vila, she was obviously going to be sent to Tokyo. Um, that seemed, you know, very obvious. Um, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah um, you know, she did incredibly well at Italian nationals, but yeah. she got injured and it was so close to the Olympics and she had to pull out. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was just like, I remember like just being in shock that for both RG and artistic gymnastics, why is it so close to Tokyo? Like, this is terrifying. Uh, yeah, I think the injury is even more terrifying because she was like actually making the team. Yeah, yeah. Whether Raffaele, I mean, this is also horrible because maybe she won't make it to Paris 2024. Maybe she will have an injury and then it will be actually terrifying to think that she could have made it into Tokyo 2020, but then Arju Jukosi wouldn't have made it. This is this is just, yeah, human being having... Yeah. Being, it's, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I think, but yeah. You, you can truly never predict a athlete's like trajectory um they could be so well one season and then they'll have like a life you know career threatening injury the next one um I mean I'm you know you you follow figure skating I'm you know I follow figure skating obviously we see that happen there it happens in every sport it's so unfortunate but yeah no um I'm definitely a big Sofia Raffaele fan I know most people are um beautiful beautiful routines beautiful gymnastics uh yeah so Yes, yeah, I think just one more thing. On yeah, yeah, yeah. We will sure see her in the next year. But yeah, yeah, I think I think also she's really well prepared for the next code. So this is, yeah, she has very strong points. She was formed under this code of point who has like a heavy, uh, heavy work for the apparatus. So she's really prepared for the next code. And obviously she also has the body difficulties will be more valued. Mm-hmm. All of them, but especially turns people as a so so, yeah. Yeah. It's, if if there is no injury, then she has like a very bright future ahead. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, so we have another question. Uh, this is like you're you know we're we're gonna be mostly hypothesizing on this, um, but I think it, it's it's a little bit easier to do this in rhythmic gymnastics. So do you know which of the top con- contenders at these games? Are likely to retire or continue competing afterwards? So obviously I think, well, we don't know, but it usually happened. It, yeah. it didn't happen once, but with Alina Kabalva, but obvi- obviously the um, Avenas twins will maybe yeah. probably retire after the Olympics. 
usually what happens is that Irina Viner is saying, yes, well, they have a few months to announce if they want to retire. And then if they want to come back, they can come back. I will, yeah, they, they can come back, but they never come back actually. Yeah, it very rarely happens. It happens, yeah, there is Alina Kabaeva who retired in 2004 and then she came back in 2006. But yeah, this is not something you see every day. <laughs> Yeah. And this then, year, yeah. No, no, sorry. No, no, you're good. You're good. Sorry. Um, also, this year has not been forgiving to the Averinas. Uh, I think that for them, this, this, you know, extending Tokyo to 2021 has not been good for them at all. Um, especially when you consider their peak, and now both of them are injured. Um, Dina more so. So it does suck. I'm. They're probably going to retire. Uh. Yeah. yeah, this is this is the the it, it's actually really horrible because they had like very packed routine at the mm -hmm. beginning of, of 2020, and I was like they were like way ahead of everyone in 2020. Even me, with mistakes, it would have been, I would say, easier. Now they really don't have any rooms for mm -hmm. mistakes. I would say to like catch the gold and silver. Mm -hmm. in my, in my mind like there you have any it's also really hard for Lina Yashan because before she had like very clear path to the bronze medal probably or even silver but now you have like Anashko really catched up during the the 2021 like I I didn't expect it that but then she like really helped a difficulty every competition I was oh okay okay you had it this and this and so yeah I think it was really tough for every gymnast who wish to go on the Olympic podium. And yeah. even Kalyan too, she really yeah. had the difficulty. Yeah. So yeah, putting a lot of pressure on this, yeah. with all this comp and, and the long poses and everything. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. obviously, yeah. Thank you for giving an insightful answer. Um, so uh, we have another question. Hi, Clematis. How many code of points have you studied in depth and do you have a favorite? Oh, um, in death, I don't know. Um, <laughs> not death, sorry. Um, well, the current one, obviously, and the previous one, so the one from 2013 to 2016. And before it was very, I was more reading it at a fan than as a judge, actually. So it was really like more, yeah, I have very, it's it's very blurry memories from 2009-2012 codes, but the, the current codes in some way, well, no, not the current code, but the new one reminds me a bit like of the 2009-2011 in the way it's constructing and like they're trying to, I don't know, there is like nostalgic fans of the, the, the 2009 code, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, and the favorite one, I I, I don't, uh, I don't know. They all have very, they all have very big advantages and mm -hmm. very like stuff I really don't like in the way, like the, the current one is the fact that they are giving value to some apparatus elements that are actually busy when they are like, yeah, they're giving the same value to different elements. But it's also great because it really pushed the sport from uh, like crazy difficulties. And I mean, in a way, it was really amazing to see that. But 
at the cost of some other stuff. Like it's really I don't have a favorite. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, good answer, good answer. Um, great segue into our into our next section. Uh, why don't we talk a little little bit about the new code of points? Uh, I know we kind of like briefly chatted about this um, earlier uh, this week, but. What are your general thoughts? And if you don't have too many thoughts, that's totally fine. It was released very, very recently. No, I do have a lot of thoughts. Ah, to <laughs> no, this is like, I actually like just read through it very quickly, not like very carefully and stuff. But what I see is that they're actually limiting the, um, the current like work with apparatus you can do which i think is a good thing because we like experience the highest like the maximum of what we could do in in routines and this is good like it's pausing a bit and we maybe will see more uh, routine where it's like more maybe more complex actually um elements that take more times and uh, maybe also a better execution which would be very yeah like really great mm -hmm. and also more um breathing in the exercise and we also have like the the two dance steps and we also have value for more pivots for example the attitude pivots is given like more value i suppose mm -hmm. encouraging gymnasts to maybe don't have the back flexibility or stuff to do these pivots i, I suppose pivots is like rotation but <laughs> Um, and um, yeah, I, I think generally it's looking like a more well-run code still with a lot of apparatus works, but more well-rounded. And also, especially on the, maybe, I mean, it's, it's very, there is like an artistic score that will be given that is like kind of going back to the 2009 codes, but with Actually, it's really similar to the current course, the way it's um, the penalty. Like there is different name, there's different points, but actually there is no, yeah. Mm -hmm. With it, I don't think it will bring much difference. Yeah. This, uh, artistic codes in terms of like artistic notation, because mm -hmm. as usual, this is like the very subjective part. This is like performance and and uh, interpretation in figure skating. It's mm -hmm. generally, it's a bit, messy and there's various interpretation like oh, i think this is going with the music well i don't actually and so well i don't know we'll see yeah but yeah, yeah. I, um, I actually like it yeah I just like there is general little mistakes and like some people so actually there was like copy past in the in the in the in the new codes with like mistakes but yeah. <laughs> like they just like copy past everything yeah and, yeah yeah um i will say i was honestly impressed uh c comparatively when it came to like w with this new code of points compared to like isu communications uh just based on how comprehensive really? yeah because because i, I don't i don't read isu communication like, that's, fair, that's fair that's fair yeah um, I was like looking at the, the the changes and like the corrections um, and I was like wow this is incredibly impressive and also very transparent at least comparatively um, which is good. Uh, yeah which is, which is sometimes a bit frustrating because yeah. the, the current code at least I mean the new code is, seems more transparent but the current code there is also like very detailed explanation and you have mm -hmm. like slide newsletter with like examples in video and stuff 
And the FIG is actually saying stuff and like, yeah, you must, there is this very clear example of what is correct and what is not correct. And then you see it in the competition and you actually realize it was counted when the FIG actually made like the exact same video of, no, this is not valid. And you're like, <laughs> okay, well, why did, it, <laughs> why did you post it this video again? So it's, it's like clear explanation, very detailed, but then it actually not, it doesn't mean anything. So yeah, yeah. Did you see the discourse people were having about Lala scoring uh, under, potentially under the new code of points? Oh, no, I didn't see that actually. Yeah. I'm like doing the Olympics and like, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't actually see, but I, I would, it would be really interesting why people started. Like, yeah. do you have any, like was it like very high or like I don't know because we don't have any yeah yeah um have you been watching artistic gymnastics at the at the olympics I actually have been watching only the final events awesome yeah not the all around but yeah the yeah. Final events. Yeah. yeah yeah it was really interesting <laughs> as I, I was very surprised to learn like there is no just right before, like you told me, there is no like warm up on the. Yeah, there's no touch warm ups. Um, yeah, touch is warm ups. Yeah. I was really surprised. And then I yeah. understand that, like, oh my God, the whole, like, not all of them, but some, like, it was really looking rough, especially like uh, Jade Carey, as I understood. Oh my like, God, yeah, yeah, terrifying. Yeah. It was really scary to look at. I was like, oh my God, is she going to land or something? When you don't know actually the jumps and how much twisting there is, because I uh, like I don't know anything about artistic gymnastics. I'm like, I'm just looking for like the general, the general aspects. But yeah, it was really really terrifying to to look. At. Yeah, she looked like she was gonna cry after her first vault, yeah. and and I don't even know how she pulled it together for um, vault number two, but got like really really scary because it could have gone horribly wrong she could have yeah. been injured and I'm I'm honestly like happy that she you know her dad is her coach and it, that that is like an incredibly disappointing and unfortunate mm. moment for her but yeah I mean uh floor finals were incredible for her she is the Olympic champion which is which is awesome good redemption there um uneven bars finals was also a splat fest it was a disaster um, yeah, I was actually looking with a, with a friend and I was like, yeah, yeah. Um, no, sorry, Unparalleled uh, uh, Bars, this is like a very beautiful event, so I actually really love watching it, and we were like, yeah, this is, and then it started, it was like, this is not looking as usual, like, it was starting with Shiniz Ali, and we actually watch our routines uh, from the national championships, and we are like, oh my God, she's missing some stuff. Like even we don't really know it, but yeah, it was, oh my God. And um, yeah, and then the score comments and we're like, oh, this is not the usual score. Yeah, this is the phrase from like people who don't want artistic gymnastics trying to, to follow like seriously, but yeah. And yeah, the fact that it still don't have touches warmups, I don't know. I, 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 I don't understand how this is possible. This is, this is crazy. Like uh, I, I did some like um, dance when I was younger and like not get warm up in the, in the room or like in, I don't know. This is, I can't even imagine. And like doing like actually stuff on, on apparatus and it's like very difficult element and like you're running very fast or you're doing like things in the hair and I don't know. 
Sorry, I'm getting a bit involved with that. No, 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 it's thank you so much. Um, yeah, I, I, I was like looking at a, at a couple of tweets from like gymnasts and, and they were essentially saying that the Olympics is not catered for athletes. It's catered for television. It's catered for NBC. Um, and like going into it, athletes don't know what's going to happen because it's, it's unlike any other competition. Um, yeah. Because, you know, when you think about nationals or European championships, the audience is a lot smaller. Um, the audience is obviously going to be more, you know, catered to fans of that specific sport. And I mean, with the exception of like nationals during, um, you know, U.S. nationals yeah, right. during Olympic, you know, the, the Olympic season. But it is like clearly made for television. And I was like seeing that the excuse that, you know, that, that was being made is that, oh, like people don't want to watch warm-ups yet. There was like a 20 minute like medal ceremony. It's like no one- Yeah, really which is, yeah, which I don't understand really. No. I mean, as someone who actually don't watch gymnastics, I, I watch artistic gymnastics just like for very big competition, which are like yeah. the Olympics or if I can catch something. I, I don't know if you watch sports, you know, like there is sometimes poses and, and even warm-ups, it can be interesting more than a very long medal ceremony. I mean, okay, if it's your favorite winnings, maybe you're very happy there is a very long medal ceremony, but warm-ups are also very interesting. And like they can do presentation of the gymnast, talk about like the, the, the stories. And I don't know, like, I don't know. I, I, I'm not working in the television, so I don't know what's going on, but yeah, it's. Yeah. So it was lovely speaking to you. I have one last question. What is your favorite event within rhythmic gymnastics? Oh, my friend. <laughs> well, um, actually, when I first started to fall in love with rhythmic uh -huh. gymnastics, it was actually the ribbons. Like most of people, I suppose, because ribbons like very, it very was pretty. Yeah, very pretty and there's like patterns and you don't really understand what what's going on and the ball too because also back in in before like 2009 ball was associated with like flexibility mm -hmm. it was like a, it was like a whole groups category so i was like also very impressed by like the skills they were doing and i was oh my god this is crazy how how they can do i have like such muscle strength and at the same time so much flexibility and so there was like balls and then Hoop. And then for some reason, when I was much, much younger, I really didn't enjoy much clubs. I don't, mm. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought it was very scary as an apparatus. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is when, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I remember like- What's actually? You have like- <laughs> What's my favorite? Yeah, apparatus. Do you have like a favorite mm. rope? <laughs> oddly, oddly enough, I so I think I I when I first started kind of getting into it, I really really like ball and ribbon. Ribbon yeah. because I think as a dancer, you just I think maybe you just deviate towards. It's so pretty. It's it's yeah. just ribbon. It's like the essence of it. Yeah, it's yeah. Gymnastics. Yeah, but. But now I'm like, I'm actually kind of like a clubs fan. Um, yeah, I think it's, really cool. yeah, really cool. Um, 
one thing is though i remember like i was watching like old rhythmic gymnastics um like, like how old was it like <laughs> like maybe, maybe 10 years ago 10 years ago um i i think rope is like the worst thing ever it is like i i think it's horrendous i i don't know why it was ever a thing <laughs> well i am a rope defender so <gasps> why <laughs> how well i think it's I mean, it's like very, I understand because I, I try doing rope and it's very, it's very, like, it's very messy. Like, it's okay, yeah. very difficult to actually master it. Like, uh -huh. they start very young with it. Like, it's actually the young apparatus, like, mm -hmm. wooden ropes. Like, they yeah. get started gymnasts with it and balls of it. And then you have ribbon and clubs. But yeah, I think it's very hard to make it look beautiful because yeah. you just have this bit of string that is yeah. like doing stuff yeah. and you don't really see it on the <laughs> tv and that's the reason actually that they decided to remove it for like senior and mm -hmm. then juniors and stuff and actually a lot of not all of them but like a lot of freshman gymnasts didn't actually like with mm -hmm. this apparatus yeah. so i suppose they have the right to say we don't like this apparatus yeah 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 so yeah but i think there is like i do understand like it's a bit like of not the most interesting apparatus but there is like very brilliant routines i think it yeah yeah i don't know but i do understand that some people really don't like it because yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah thank you so much uh i'm such a big fan of your, you. You know, your work and you make the most exceptional videos and you, you do an incredible job at making the sport more accessible um and that's always so important uh and i'm looking forward to being on your stream watching you know watching the olympics through your stream uh, i'm so excited for that so everyone make sure to follow climatic on twitter and subscribe to their youtube channel thank you so 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 much thank you so much for having me and i hope this was understandable and a great of talk. course of course it's a lovely conversation thank you all for listening